It's the Drunken Uncultured Valentine's Day special. Hey, Sober Lindsay, hit us with that intro song. We're still drunk and uncultured. Same podcast, who dis? But uh, actually, I'm still Stephanie. And sometimes I'm Lindsay. And right now it's not Valentine's Day. But by the time you hear this, it will almost be Valentine's Day. We've got another guest here with us. Okay, so tell us who you are and tell us a ridiculous fact about you. So I'm Kate, and unlike everybody else in this podcast, I've never watched an episode of Rick and Morty in my life. Right. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be controversial. <laughs> to you, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's a good fact. Today we're introducing a new bit. It's called the Sober Segment. So we've realized we have a lot of sober thoughts about the previous episode and things we missed or things we wish we would have talked about and things that were wrong. So essentially this is our new time to uh, talk about those things. And correct our drunken thoughts. Um, so, last episode was Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Um, and I think... I think biggest miss yeah. was, uh, not talking enough about how in much of a, like, a good impact Jenny Slate was on that show. Yes. I mean, we talked a little bit about Mona Lisa, but that was mostly Joe. It was mostly Joe. Um, but yeah, we definitely should have covered her a lot more. Um... She has some good moments. She does and have some good moments. Her dynamic with Ben Schwartz in that show, just, it was so much. It was so extra. It was so great. Yeah. So, um, sober segment regret not talking about enough about Jenny Slate. And if you have other corrections for us in the future, that'll go in our sober segment as well. Yeah, definitely. Email us, tweet at us, all of the socials will be all plugged the at the end of this episode. Um, so use one of them to let us know. Okay, so before we start, I have a real, real brief Grammy statement because the Grammys took place last Sunday, Sunday before we recorded this, and so... I, I would love to talk about how much Kendrick Lamar got robbed, but that's not <laughs> what I'm here to talk about right now, because that could go on for days. Um, I just want to say that, so Portugal the man, <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, this is how this works. <laughs> so, uh, Portugal the man won the award for best pop duo slash group for the song Feel It Still. And this was their first ever Grammy, and in their acceptance speech, they ended their speech with a good old Hail Satan. And I just want to say that one time I got really drunk at a Portugal the Man show in Austin, Texas, and I started chanting Hail Satan, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they did that. I would like to take full credit for that. Are you an influencer? I think so. <laughs> I'm an influencer on musicians' Grammy speeches. Also, can you say what they won in again? Like that... Subject, uh, topic, thing, category, category, like, category. Pop performance for a duo slash group. Dude, I'm sorry. That is the hyper Grammys specific. Have, exactly. <laughs> the Grammys have started introducing some like ridiculously hyper specific like categories. That's absurd. Well, I mean, they could have just said pop. I mean, it's hard to you. You can't. It's call like two it's, people a group. <laughs> So, no, but it's like, I want these guys to win, so like, let's put them in the super specific category that only refers to them. They beat Despacito, though. 
it's Despacito is a terrible song. Well, yeah, I didn't say it was a good Despacito song. Despacito is like this generation's Gasolina, and Gasolina... <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone get filled with rage when you would hear Despacito? It would start, oh, and I would time. be like, I am ready to fight someone. Every time. It was like a shitty version of Gasolina. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, but I guess moving off of the Grammys. So, uh, let's talk about what we're drinking today. Uh, so we're drinking Space Dust by Elysian. Um, to and this, uh, this shit's pretty good. I'm glad we uh, randomly found it at the store today. Yeah. But you literally bought it because the label looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's pretty good. It looks like an artichoke. It does look like an artichoke, <laughs> but it's a hop. The best part about this beer is that when we looked it up, um, the description was... The hopping is pure star glow energy, which does not describe what it tastes like at all. Star glow um, energy, that's, that's Yeah, that doesn't wild. mean anything. That's a great <laughs> beer descriptor. Thank you for providing us with these excellent terms that are going to tell us exactly what this beer tastes like. So we're drink- I- yeah, we're literally drinking stars right now. We're drinking the stars. We're drinking the stars. Um. <laughs> that, is not, that is not helpful terminology when I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to try this beer. No. Not even a little bit. Um, so what did you guys do this, for the last two weeks, two weekends, uh, in, the, in general so past? me and Lindsay went on a bit of a group bar crawl last weekend that was a very drunken Oh, um, I got very drunk. I was drunk at the first bar, okay? <laughs> Shocker. I, um... <laughs> Never had that happen. In to our defense, friend. in our defense, it was the Rick and Morty uh, pop up bar, which was Every cool way. as shit. Are yeah. no context, but I feel you. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it was cool as hell. Um, we, went, we met up with a bunch of friends. You had, I had um, a margarita to start with. Like it was mo- like Morty something margarita. A, I started with a sour monkey, which. Is like nine percent. Yeah, and, and then like so water. you started on that kind of level. Then <laughs> oh yeah, no, I knew I was. I don't know. I don't remember how many beers I had after, but I drank um, Ranger, Voodoo Ranger, Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, mm. I think I only had two beers, but I had the Rick Hatton, which is the cocktail <laughs> that comes with a flask. Right, and you chugged that because we were leaving. Well, soon. We were leaving, and like no one told me we were leaving, and I was like, <laughs> shit, I want this drink that comes with the free flask. <laughs> <laughs> what did the flask say on it again? Get Swifty. Get Swifty. Um, and we also did pickle rickshots. Oh god, those were rough. Those were not good. Were those the like? It was in a pickle. Um, an and actual they poured, pickle. It was an they actual like piece of a pickle. Class, but it was decide, not good. We decided to get the spicy tequila because none they of us did, like vodka. They also like pickle. Pickleback shots are... That's what uh, I thought about. Yeah, yeah, but they're whiskey, and they yeah. didn't have a whiskey option. It was either tequila or vodka, oh, which I've was kind of a weird option. I've done it before, but... Um, it was like a smoky tequila this time? No, it was a spicy, spicy. tequila that almost had like a cinnamon. Like, they almost oh, did like yeah. a fireball cinnamony kind of thing. That's I'm not, out. It's <laughs> not spicy. It was like a cinnamon tequila, almost. Like big red spicy, pickle. if anything. It wasn't very good. No, it wasn't good. Also, I hate pickles. I like oh, pickle. I love pickles. I like pickleback shots because I don't have to eat a pickle after. I don't oh. mind. I don't. I like pickle juice. Oh, I loved eating the pickle glass afterwards. That's I feel like creating part. a pickle glass is very time consuming. I mean, you just cut the pickle and like you scoop out a little bit of the inside. It's more effort than I want to put into anything. Right. Um, so that was fun. I mean, we went to 
uh, Maplewood Brewery. Oh, that was great. That was my first time. I'm so they just, just, just opened. Open. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I'm so glad they had some really good beers. That I, place was. Heck. Oh yeah, it was. We also had a gr- large group. I feel like if it was we just had a- ten people show up. With us. <laughs> so if it was just like three or four of us, it probably would have been fine. But we had to get ten we people had, in we there. We literally can't go anywhere and not bring ten. We're like, oh, we're going into bar crawl. Ten people show up. It's going to be a small event. Not a lot of people. Ten people. Show up. It's yeah, it's small. This is small. It's literally just because Steph has so many friends and I hate everybody. So like, I'm just it like, was whatever. Mostly our coworkers. Invite whoever you want. It's it was fine. literally mostly our. No, coworkers. it was literally like all your friends. I mean, it was two of our coworkers and then all the rest of them are your friends. I've made like forty friends because of Steph. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> I uh, I'm I am an extrovert like classically, but I don't like people that much, and I don't like meeting people. I like I like being an extrovert also, with my friends. Also, you've only lived here a little while. Like I've lived here for quite a while. Yeah, but I also like being an extrovert with like the friends that I have. That's and true. I don't like like new. I'm I'm team no new friends except for like my friends' friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going what out of your way that? to like approach somebody. Yeah, and be like, hey, absolutely. friend. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we went with a lot of people. We went to, um... Son of a Butcher. Son of a Butcher and had dinner. Yeah, we literally all got the same burger, except for Steve. <laughs> and he got a salad. And Steve. We Steve. made hardcore fun of him oh, for yeah. getting we a salad. Oh yeah, we all got, like, burgers and fries. Steve got a salad. I'll remember and this anecdote for the next time that I see no, him. No, <laughs> we were, like, hardcore making fun of him oh, for we getting were, a salad. Oh, it was so bad. We were giving him so much shit. Aww. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Carolina, Carolina... Well, she had a veggie burger, because yeah, she's she got vegetarian. A <laughs> that place the is rest so of good. us are not, but that place is great. Steph and I also got poutine because we were wrecked. Oh, yeah. And we were, like, shoving poutine from, in our it's face. It's from the pickle shot because... We were very drunk at the... Because we also had two beers at Maplewood. Uh, but we were really I had a double Charlotte in at Maplewood, too, so that fucked me up pretty bad. Um, I had that Sour Ghost and oh, yeah. then uh, Charlotte in. Steve was drinking the one that came in the bug, that it was, like, a 10% beer... Oh, Steve's like, Steve. can we go back? I hear they have, like, alcohol slushies there. They will told... have, like, the machines turning, yeah. yeah. Where at? Maplewood. Maplewood. And I've been told... I think we need to go, go on an adventure. Yes. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> oh, there's always time for beer adventures. Yeah, I would be down there. But uh, we that ended up great. at uh, Hopewell. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about the beer that the, you guys had. The beer I had was good. The beer I had was not my favorite. I wanted to be like, oh, I want to try something new because I love, right. I love their uh, Swift IPA. That's I what like, I had. I was like, oh, I want to try something different, and I did not like what I tried. And now that was a lesson to me to never try anything new. I was also like really drunk at that point, so I was like, I'm just gonna chug this beer and go. Whatever home, this is, I'm just to gonna go shove it down. <laughs> I need day. to go home. Um, I think I got home at like nine o'clock. Eight o'clock, maybe and it wasn't we were, that I mean, late. We were your Uber. You called your Uber at the same time we did, and we got home like nine thirty. What time yeah. did you guys start that day? Two. Oh god, that is a long day. <laughs> oh no, okay. I was I like, I, I need I've to go. I've done longer day bar crawls, but we drank so much at the first bar yeah. that we were like already kind of drunk. So yeah. I feel that. Um, but it was fun. It's that pop up bar. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you can see a picture of Lindsay and I in front of Mr. Meeseeks saying, existence is pain. Because our existence is pain, but drinking is not pain. No, drinking is not pain. And this podcast is also not pain, so. The bright spot in your week. Smooth. Remember, there are no transitions. This is a garbage podcast. Smooth. But uh, this week, I actually got to see one of the bands I've hyped up on the podcast. 
Spook School. That's right. I got to see Spook School on Thursday, and I was very excited. And there was like nobody there because they were the opener for the opener of Diet Sig. <laughs> so I convinced all of my friends to show up super early for the show so that we could go see them, and they were fantastic. I mean, it, with that name, they can't be anything less than fantastic. So I think Spook School, the name comes from an academy. In Scotland. I googled it, yeah. And it's like spook is someone's name. Right, but I like to believe it's spooky. Yeah. And that I, they're I know spooky you people. <laughs> I know you do. I was assuming bats were going to fly out yeah, at same. some point during the perform- no, performance. No, they are, well, I mean, that would have been sweet. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Bottom Lounge would have been down for that. I love me some they, bats. So uh, on to our super special Valentine's Day topic. This is going to be extra not safe for work, so make sure you've got headphones in. Or that you're alone listening to this, because this might get weird if you listen to it the way I do, because I listen to this at work in the middle of my office, and then I start laughing. So at least I have headphones in, because you're going to need headphones. No, same. I listen to this at work. Yeah. Also at home, but yeah. also at work. <laughs> but you're going to want headphones in if you're listening in a public space. Yes. Don't listen to this in public. Don't but ever listen to listen... us in public. You can still listen to us at work or in public, but like... Make sure you have headphones in. Yeah, make sure you have headphones in for this one. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about everyone's favorite solo sport. Yes, guys, we are talking about masturbation. Happy Valentine's Day to all of the fictional characters that we would like to masturbate to. You guys ready to get it on? Before we start, I think we should probably distinguish between talking about actors versus talking about characters that they play. Because, yeah, we're here today to talk about the characters. So, yes, we may or may not find the actors attractive, but I think we're we're here today to talk about these fictional characters because some of these characters are from books or movies, or movies yeah. or television. So we're not focusing on the actor. No, it's... For most of these and pretty much all of them, it's characters we think that we kind of feel emotionally for, sexually for, um, and we may not feel that way about the actor outside of that character. We feel things in our loins. (laughs) (laughs) Never say loins again, Stephanie. Uh, Like, they're physical, the actor who plays them, we might be physically attracted to, but more often than not, it's just the character, and they're representing them. I'm like, ooh, baby. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, we all have lists that we're, um, gonna pull from. And we're just gonna bounce off of each other, so this will so, probably be a mess. It's gonna Seth, be a hot mess. Who's your favorite person to play Clitar Hero to? <laughs> Clitar Hero! I gotta, Mom, can you come get me? I gotta go. <laughs> it was fun, guys. Um, so, my, the top of my list, as is the top of <laughs> legit crying. She's already crying. <laughs> oh god. Society's list is Bill Weasley from the Harry Potter series. 
See, I feel that, but if we're going to the Harry Potter series, I have a different one. Um, out of the Weasleys, yes. Oh, I mean, he's the oldest. He's got a job. He's, he's also like together. part wolf. He's like he's been through some stuff. He's got that like angst. He's got a he's got a <laughs> scar on his face, so you know he's been through some shit. He <laughs> has been through some fortunate son plays in the background. Although <laughs> I personally don't enjoy his choice in mate. I love oh, her. I, love oh, I hate for it. Uh, she's beautiful. We're she's gorgeous. About whether or not you like the character, we're talking. No, about no, no. I'm not talking about whether or not I like the character. I'm saying that like. I don't love that he's with Fleur. Um, but have you read any fanfics that are Bill and Fleur? I have not. That shit gets hot. It gets wild. I actually have not. Me sweating reading But, I mean, I literally focus my fanfiction, like Harry Potter fanfiction reading, to the character that I will name later on. So, we did not give our fanfiction story. Oh, yeah. I guess before we get into this, we're going to talk about some weird fanfiction. Quick backtrack. Yeah. Going backwards. Uh, we're going to talk about some weird fan fiction that yeah, we read. Yeah, and this relates to the Harry Potter thing. So, Lindsay, tell us about your favorite fan fiction that's a smut that makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I only know about this because Steph told, like, Steph, Steph sent me a list that was, like, like ultimate fan fictions to read, and um, I didn't know this was a thing, but Drapple, Draco and Apple... I just had uh, some, like, 13-year-old flashbacks. Yeah, this terror. shit has been around. Um, <laughs> well, let me just not get into this for a second. My favorite thing about Drapple is that Tom Felton, who plays Draco Malfoy, ships Drapple. Does he really? <laughs> he does. He's talked about, like, somebody asked him once, like, what your favorite ship was, and he said, well, there's one with me and an apple, and that's <gasps> my favorite. <laughs> Oh my, I love him. Well, <laughs> I, I love I Tom officially Felton. Officially ship Drapple. But Drapple is hilarious. It's uh, a fan fiction pairing ship, um, as they call them, is, uh, between Draco and an apple. Um, the one specifically I read was called, what, The Forbidden Fruit? Yep. Yeah, um, the most well-known one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's basically about Draco is also dating Hermione, but is like super into apples. Um, and likes like rubbing them on him. <laughs> the most uncomfortable part of that fanfiction <laughs> that made me like cringe inwardly and feel awful about myself for reading it and for continuing to read it afterwards is when he is, um, say it. <laughs> Come on, we can t- <laughs> tell us. Tell us all about he it. <laughs> is, um, what's like the politically correct word for this? Sodomizing. <laughs> uh, he is sodomizing himself with the apple core after like like rubbing it on his face and like biting into it, and they describe like the lubrication as being a mixture of lubrication and his blood, and it was just so cringy and so gross that I was like, ah, I don't want to keep reading this, but I do. Like you want to know what happened, <laughs> but you're disgusted with yourself for wanting yes, to know. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's how I felt about that one. After I first read Drapple, I remember my mom like came home from the grocery store and I just, she like bought apples and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> but you were also a little bit curious. But then I was also like, okay, but then I was also like, ugh, Tumblr is coming to the forefront now. <laughs> oh god, that leads into another, that leads into my uncomfortable fanfiction. Right. So... 
I made the mistake of drunkenly going on Tumblr after Lindsay and I saw the movie It. <laughs> oh no. And I feel like a lot of Tumblr is just a mistake. A lot of a lot of what I look at on Tumblr is a mistake. <laughs> so Lindsay and I, as we talked about on an earlier episode, went to Bruin View at the Vic to go see it. And so we were kind of drunk when I got home. Kind of. We need to drink as much as we did no, when we saw Thor. That's true. That's a good point. But we were a little bit drunk. I was a little bit drunk when I got home. And I was looking through the it film, like yeah. I forget what tag tag, like tag I was looking at specifically to it. And I found Pennywise smut fan fiction and it freaked me out. I was like, I love you, Bill Skarsgard, but this shit's weird. Not my Skarsgard. He's my scar scar, so you can go fuck yourself. Not my scar scar. Not in that situation. Not my scar scar. <laughs> not my scar scar in that situation. Not my situational scar scar. So, yeah, I was that made me feel real uncomfortable, and I screenshotted it and sent it to both of you two. Yes. Oh, uh, like, it was. I, ha- I have to send awful. it along because it's real creepy. I was like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> I was having a nice night. I mean, I'm not here to judge other people's <laughs> ships. If they ship themselves with Pennywise, like, right. all for it. But, like, I was not ready. You do you, but... I, that freaked uh. me out a little bit. I was, the, the way it was described, finding the clown, freaked me out a little bit. Because I also hate clowns. Right. You just had a lot going on in that moment. Like, a part of my human psyche is hating clowns and spiders. So anything that involves clowns and or spiders, which both of which are involved in it... I was like, no. All right, so, uh, are you ready to talk about strumming the clam (laughs) toe? I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Stephanie, you know I'm always ready to talk about engaging in safe sex. Uh, so number one on your list. Are you talking about my list? Um, so I guess we're gonna, let's go straight, like, through Harry yeah. Potter, because, like, yeah. we all have Harry Potter on our list. Yeah. Kate, do you want to go next? Um, Remus Lupin did things to me. Are we talking about, like, Professor Remus, or, like... Young Remus, Remus yeah. Both. I would, I would date him from a young age and be in a sustained monogamous relationship <laughs> with that man through old age. Especially I, when he gets older and he's tormented and tortured, and I'm like... Let me let me help you, honey. He's just my tortured soul with his little floppy hair and his mustache and his scars. And his scars, and, and, right. and he's just—he's out just here. So troubled. He's so troubled. You just want to fix him. You do, and maybe that's my. Problem. You want to be his wonder wall. <laughs> his border wall. <laughs> maybe that's my problem. I'm attracted to all the broken people. <laughs> you want to save him. I want to save oh, him. Do you agree with the Bill Weasley? Because you want to save him too. He's not super burdened. He's got his no, shit but he's like they for that little bit they were worried that he might become a werewolf. He was like, stressing his first out for a while. Three sentences. Yeah, in the sixth book. And he then, was stressing out for a and minute. And then Lupin literally was like, "Oh, he'll just probably like rare steak, and that's about it." My uh, number one Harry Potter, and my number one on my list is Sirius Black. But I have to make a distinction here. It is not Gary Oldman series. Not Black. Gary Oldman. It's not Gary so, Oldman. If you not your Gary remember Oldman. last episode, not Gary Oldman. It's not Gary Oldman. It's a uh, book series Black because he was described as having like 
curly hair and gray eyes and be kind of like smoldering and well, yeah, ugh, also, I do love a good smolder. I do love a good smolder. No, but if you remember like in the books, see, they were like, he was supposed to be in his early thirties. Yeah. He went to prison and At like he went to ask me at 22. Um, and 12 years later he comes out, he's 34. Yeah. Gary Oldman was in his 50s when he yeah. or 40s late 40s fi- early so, 50s. Next episode we will go into more discussion about our feelings about Harry Potter casting yeah. or Harry Potter. But um yeah, no, I agree that I I'm on board for book, some book serious. Book serious. Right. Yeah, next episode we're going to be doing an entire Harry Potter um Centered, episode, yeah, centered episode. Um, so stay tuned for that if you like Harry Potter, and if you don't, or just listen don't, anyways. You can listen anyways because we're really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and this is also a garbage podcast that you will love. Yeah, um, but yeah, Sirius Black is my number one. Um, the book describes him as being like insanely attractive. Uh, at least that's what, how I took it. All right, so we got super off topic and we cut it out because it was just generally off topic. Shut and not... up, chat. Yeah, we just, we're taking a shut up shot because Derek is for ourselves because Derek is too busy playing video games. Also, Derek has said that it's not his job. Even uh, we though it kind of is his job, it's definitely his job. So fuck you, Derek. Love you, Derek, but fuck you, Derek. <laughs> but fuck you, Derek. Um, so we're doing a shut up shot through the flask. That I gave Lindsay for her birthday. What and is, I have the same one. My Gryffindor. Oh, I love it. Got a flask full of tequila. With our uh, pre-used limes. Well, they're, they're, we don't you have to use these pre-used limes. We have regular limes, too. <laughs> but, I mean, why not use a pre-used lime? That's a, it's an ongoing thing. It's a pre-used lime. It's a pre-used lime. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to being on topic. Cheers to masturbating. So let's, I will go on to my next one, which I have been told by the group is controversial. I have masturbated to Kylo Ren. No, no, no. What are your opinions on the Kylo Ren challenge? No! I liked him before. It, I don't know. It was, it's kind of like, you know, those whole unrealistic standards for men memes. I mean, it's I like he was real skinny before and now all of a sudden Well, he was just skinny, like, but he still had like proportions that made sense. No, I, like, I and he started working him uh, prior to he just started working job. out in that last one, and it like kind of made him bulky, but like not in a good way bulky. Like his, his it's shoulders like he was building his, he was so, building glamour muscles. Let's let's go back to like character wise. I thought the character of Kylo Ren was bullshit in the Last Jedi, so we're gonna focus on the Force Awakens. But like storyline wise, like I don't know, he kind of seems like super dark and brooding and like overly aggressive. I don't know. Steph just wants Kylo to be. Kylo Ren Twitter is exactly what I. Steph just wants like. to be thrown around by some like dark and brooding dude. She wants to get picked up. And she tossed wants to around get by tossed around by refrigerator box looking man. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, great. This is why we're here together. <laughs> if I didn't have your commentary, I don't know what I would do. Guys. Whenever Steph will text me about something and I'll like hit her with like a gif reaction, she'll be like, "I was waiting for that." Steph just wants response. to throw around Kylo Ren. She wants to throw him around. Let's be he honest. Doesn't want to get thrown he around. doesn't throw anybody around. He gets thrown around. He's too nervous. <laughs> Well, not in the fan fiction I have read. So, let's talk about our sexual awakening. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, uh, Kate, we'll start with you. Because you have two. 
Yeah, I do technically have two sexual awakenings. So my male sexual <laughs> awakening, I was like maybe like 11, 12-ish. Um, when I first saw Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings mm. in the first Lord of the Rings movie, I felt things that I was not familiar with. Same. Um, just his... Sort of. Oh Same. my god. You you kind of get what I mean. I do. Slightly v- different I mean, person. Just Viggo Mortensen. Is it Viggo, is it Viggo Mortensen? Mortensen? Yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Mortensen. Can't say he it. changed me. He man. was a very attractive man, and also like his story in there with um, Arwen. Arwen, yeah. Oh um, my god, he he had me feeling things, and I was like, it was I also don't... like it was very like overt, uh, discreetly sexual. It wasn't like that over the top sexuality. Yeah, like, it's you, just like ooh, like you knew what I was would, going on with that them, was hot. but it wasn't even like. I don't know, like, aggressive. Yeah. Or like, almost like, sometimes you watch it and you're like, wow, okay, that uh, that was a bit much. Not yeah. bad. It no, was, it was nice. And, and he's just, also super hot. His facial hair. and just, I can see him being a serious black. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. 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 That, but, like, at that time frame, he could have been yes. serious black. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. The only reason that Lord of the Rings was not my sexual awakening was because my older brother was still living at home at the time, and he made me watch those films. Like, I did not have any interest in watching so, them. So, yeah, that I was, would like, have a been, child. Like, I did not care. That would have been frustrating and all and that. Yeah, I mean, you were, like, that ben 10? Want, yeah, it was more that my brother Ben wanted to, like, oh, we have to watch these six-hour director's cuts <laughs> films. And, and you were like, I just yeah, want I to care. go away from this. <laughs> and I just want to watch cartoons like I'm a child. Like, I don't care. Can I please put Lizzie McGuire back on? I'm over this. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was more like, oh, Lizzie McGuire. Video on? Yeah. I was like, I don't care about this. So, Kate, you have another one. Yes, my other sexual awakening. Um, this one came a little bit before Aragorn actually... Being a bisexual female, it was Yvette the maid from the movie Clue from like yeah. what, like nineteen seventy. She was that my original, incredible. my original choker queen. She was rocking the chokers and just like she really was. I mean, I love that movie too. So. Yeah, I love that. Movie. I love that movie. Like even now, I can watch it, and like obviously, it's not the same as it was when I was a little kid. But it's just coming out of the side of my face. Burning. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny and so over the top, but, like, she, she was, was hot. She's so hot. She's still so yeah. hot in that movie, but, like, I watched it, and I remember that, like, going through that hole where you're, like, I don't know if I'm, like, jealous of you for being attractive or what's my feelings with that, and then one day you come to terms with it, and you're, like, oh, no, I just think you're hot and I'm attracted to you. So that was, like, she kind of, like, kickstarted that with me, so kiddos at home that's how it might feel (laughs) (laughs) so um my the first time i ever felt like paddling the pink canoe oh my god mom please come get me i've asked twice (laughs) uh was to legolas so kind of in the same vein as your era it was probably a similar scene for me and you when we were both like oh um Legolas. I mean, I don't think Orlando Bloom is that attractive, so this is really one of them where, like, the actor Like, have you seen him in Pirates of the Caribbean? He looks terrible. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So the only thing I think of, think of when I think of Legolas is that meme where it's like, not gonna drink much tonight. Oh, how, how many, many shots have you had? 43. <laughs> So like the two towers, literally every time we're out together. The two towers, especially, is actually where like I started to 
feel things for Legolas. Um, kind of because he became more of like a major character. Um, he had more of but a it was something about those braids and that blonde hair. <laughs> and I'm braids. not like I'm not into like my I like tall dark. Not even tall dark because Derek's not that tall. But I like dark haired dudes and like I'm not super into blondes and something about like the braids and the ears, like uh So Steph, I know your sexual awakening isn't from Lord of the Rings. Uh do no, you want to talk about uh, yours? The first time I ever went digging for clams. <laughs> um I was inspired by Anakin Skywalker. Star Wars series. So, I don't know, he was sort of in his angsty phase during Attack of the Clones, and I was into it. Because you're all into all the angst. I was very young, and I was, I'm still into all the angst, so I'm still into it. I was into it as a child, and that was, that was definitely the first time I was like, Damn. I know you hate when I say I say child when I was eighteen. I say I was a child, right? So when I was a child, I I don't know. I was very into it, and I'm still very into it. And that was the first time I was like, oh, I'm uh, I'm ready for the muffin buffet. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> the muffin buffet. <laughs> ready for the muffin buffet. So I just went. So. I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, Kate will agree with this one. Jughead. Ugh, but Jughead, but not, not Cole com- Sprouse. Not Cole Sprouse. Also not comic Jughead, but Riverdale Jughead. Ugh, he's CW television. CW television show. Even when he Riverdale. went on his stupid little tangent about, like, I'm weird. Um, no, it's like an actual <laughs> meme. People have yeah, tweeted at him that. that. <laughs> have you seen me without this stupid hat on my head? Yeah. That, I've never, so, okay. So, point of reference I've never seen this television. Well, show. you need to. Um, but really he wears like I actually I actually own this beanie. But I know what it looks like. So he with the crown. Yeah. Yeah. So like his Betty, who he ends up dating in the show, I, is I gives him a, like a birthday. The, I know who they Bughead. Are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My baby. Although I actually really like that in the comic series or like the whatever. Yeah, the comics. Um, Jughead is asexual. Yes, and right. I love that. And I I've love always that. wondered if they were going to touch on that at any yeah. point. Like, maybe well, he, so like, like, struggled with these, like, sexuality feelings. Because exactly. I feel like that would be really Not important. even sexuality feelings, but, like, Cole has said that he really wants to see yes. Jughead be asexual and that mm-hmm. they could explain the whole relationship with Betty as him feeling like he was required and, like, he absolutely had to, like, date a girl because I, he was supposed yes. to. And I feel like it'd be really interesting to see how he, like, kind of traverses that terrain of, like, dealing with his sexuality and being like, hey, I need to end this relationship because it isn't true to how I feel. Exactly. And I think that would be really important to a lot of people to see I how agree. that is implemented. Um, but, yeah, Jughead, I mean, I just, I like how awkward he is. I, like, I, I really... It feels like a really, like, real personality. It does. And even that whole, like, making fun of himself in that scene yeah. about how weird and awkward he is, it's kind of, like, almost like breaking the fourth wall about, like, yeah, yeah a lot of people, like, have you ever seen me without this stupid hat? Like, I know so many people like that. Yeah, I, I, his character really resonates with me. Yeah. So I guess, moving on to our list, um, Stephanie, you have one that I completely agree with. Yeah, uh, Matt Murdock from the Netflix daredevil series oh yeah i'm very 
I'm very into Matt Murdock, but the Netflix series of Daredevil, Matt Murdock. Hashtag not Ben Affleck. Hashtag not Ben Affleck. Um, Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Not Ben Affleck. Not Ben Affleck. Even comic book Matt Murdock does not Listen to the first episode to get that reference. (laughs) Or the second, I don't know which one. I think it's the first. Let's be honest. I don't remember which one. It's the first. I don't know. It's one of those two. Anyway, sorry, Kate. I was gonna. No, I was gonna say I remember you making that uh, (laughs) reference. No, um, even comic book Matt Murdock, nah. But like Netflix Matt Murdock, yes. They 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 really like delve deep into his character, (laughs) and they do a really good job of like kind of hitting the emotional aspect of him. Also, he's hot shit. I think I'm very into, like, the emotionally distraught. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Maybe slightly. We did not determine this half an hour ago. I'm sorry. Stephanie's... My next uh, character would be Eric Northman from True Blood. Um, I've seen Alexander Skarsgård and other things. Not my Skarsgård. No, I mean, he should be everybody's Skarsgård, let's be honest. Not my Skarsgård. But Eric Northman is just, like, that mixture of aggressive and also, like, very sweet and very caring, but he's got that aggressive side that you just want to, like... Throw me around. Oh, throw me around, like, do whatever you want with me, but then also, like, cuddle with me afterwards. Like, be a dick to me, but then, like, hold me after. But honestly, let's be honest... No, because Kylo Ren's not attractive. No, he looks like a refrigerator (laughs) box. No, again, pre the Last Jedi. If I need those kinds of stipulations, then I can't do it. See, like Eric Northman, (laughs) and honestly, I'm not like a big fan of cuddling, but I feel like Eric Northman is also—he's aggressive. He will throw you around. He will like vampire fuck the shit out of you. But, New term they, that I love. Are they covered in blood? Um, honestly, he might have been. I, I, if he's not, then I'm not interested. He might have been covered. <laughs> he's has been covered in blood at some point in the show. If but, he's not covered in he blood, but he was not during, fucking covered in blood. The during the second. No, he was not Bill Skarsgård level of weird. Um, well, Stephanie yeah. knows how I feel about oh, this. Yeah. No, but Aaron Northman. covered in blood, doing the do. Oh, I love that. I'm Aaron there. Northman. I'm listening. Well, see, I'm there's listening. a scene where Aaron Northman is like tied some girl up, like he's just Woo! fucking the crap out of her, like tied up. <laughs> oh my! Right. Um. So like it's it, Alexander Skarsgård of the other Skarsgårds. Not my Skarsgård. Uh, her Skarsgård. Yeah. But again, Eric Northman, not. <laughs> no, not Alexander Skarsgård, but um, he, uh, it's, it's really nice. It's, I really enjoyed seeing him, like, be super aggressive and just, like, dominate someone, but then also be, like, super loving and super caring towards a, that character. Alright, so I've got another good one, and this one is more off the beaten path, as I know neither of you two have seen this film. Um, Thomas Sharp from Crimson Peak. Um, you're you're correct. I have not seen. That. I have not seen that, and I probably should have. It's a great film, but we all know I'm behind but, as fuck on movies. But there is a very hot sex scene where Tom Hiddleston is playing Thomas Sharp, 
and he's going down on his wife as they're snowed in, and that shit is hot as hell. I had not seen the film, but I had seen weird Tumblr posts where it's like gifts of that scene. Right. And then I was like, oh, I should watch this movie. And I watched the movie, loved it. it Masturbated immediately eat. later. Exactly. It is so hot and heavy, and like the whole time, oh, he's so hot. I was so over. He's like the mysterious stranger from the UK that shows up into an American town, and like no one knows anything about him, and he's so mysterious. So, um, my next one is someone you feel for. Oh, I think I know who this is. Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. But when we say that, we're actually talking about Bucky Barnes. But we, we just enjoy tra- saying Sebastian Stan the Winter Soldier. Yes, we like to say Sebastian Stan the Winter Soldier, but we are not talking about Sebastian Stan. As much as I love Sebastian Stan. Ooh. Oh, I'm into Deadpool. Ooh. Ooh. I'm into Deadpool. We talking like... We're talking pre... Uh, powers? like pre-powers. Okay. Although, like, post-powers, I could, I could probably make it work. I can make it work. <laughs> I can make it work. He's got some dirty talk. Uh, uh, no, uh, Deadpool makes me feel some things. Yeah, down there. Yeah. In your loins. Yeah. The loins. Makes Deadpool me... makes you want to do a taco handshake. Damn it, I was going to say that. I'm going <laughs> to die right now. <laughs> Taco handshake. <laughs> I was gonna say it's really funny because I might see you looking at your phone. I know we're doing the same yeah. thing. <laughs> I was gonna say that Deadpool makes me want to play Clitar Hero. <laughs> I'm gonna go get hit by a car before I go home. It's snowing, so you can, yeah. it's gonna be pretty it's easy. Plausible yeah, it's plausible. It's easy point. enough. It's snowing right now. So, Steph, Kate, have we missed anyone that you guys want to talk about specifically? No, I don't think so. I think we've hit. I think you've got one more. Torment. Who? Oh, uh, Torment. Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? No. Oh, so you wouldn't leave. Get it. Bye. Um, but Torment is like this. It's they're called Northlings, but they live like north of Wildlings. the civilization. Wildlings. They're called Wildlings. They live like north of the civilization. Um, the north of the, the wall. Wall. Um, but Torment is this air of quotes. The the wow. Torment is this beautiful redhead that's like manly and oh, his character is made yeah. by the series, and it's it's hard to not like him because one he's obsessed with Brienne of Tarth, who I love. Oh yeah. Um, but it's it's so she it's, is Bay. She is Bay. Uh, she's a queen. Uh, he really is. But it's, I like him a lot because he is like, this one, he's super hot, like manly character, but he's also super into like this girl that not many people are into because she's kind of like tall and she's brutish, but she's like also really powerful. He wants to make have, monster babies. Yeah, he wants to make monster babies. But it, I, I think part of me likes him so much because he wants to make monster babies with Brienne. And because he, like, looks at her and is like, I don't see you for being kind of, like, tall and manly. I see you for being a badass bitch. Yeah. And uh, I like that about him. And My 
masturbating Game of Thrones pick is super... I mean, I feel weird about it, but I'm very into Theon Greyjoy. Well, so I don't... I feel like he's kind of described... You like him because he's tortured. He's kind Once of, again, that's... Once sad. again, Stephanie likes the angsty boys. We're shocked. I, I, I say, Shocker. You weren't surprised that I picked the angsty, tortured boys... Ahead of time. There is also a scene where he's like banging a prostitute, and that's very hot. He is like, I mean, in the beginning of, I'm more into like, again, I'm I'm more into like the torn down post Ramsey Bolton when he's like coming back and he's like, oh, you can't decide. Like he's he's still having like that PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not see. His, I wasn't into that because I felt so bad for him. I don't know. I think I had a thing. I feel bad saying I had a thing for the character. For the damage. The PTSD. But I think the character as a whole, because he comes off as like some douchey asshole, and I feel like he'd be more loving towards the end. I don't know. Anyways, Kate, is there anyone that you want to mention that we haven't or that you want to talk specifically about? I think I've hit everyone I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, do you have, like, a, a girl that you would go for? Um, that's a good question. I'm very attracted. I mean, like, I'm very willing to say, like, that woman is hot Same. as hell. I don't know that I would masturbate to her, but... Yeah. But, like, but, you can be like, oh, that person's attractive. Yeah. yeah. No, If I sure. were to go by, it would... And I've, I don't know, I've debated it before, but I'm very into, um, Black Widow from the Marvel Universe. That's a good one, yeah. She's real hot. Who is she? She wears a tight black spandex, Mm. and she is an assassin, and I like the, I'm into the badass bitch. But she also looks real good while doing it, and she doesn't give a fuck about what any man thinks about it. See, mine is Phoenix slash Jean Grey. Ooh, yeah. That's a good because one, I love Famke Jamison. Famke Jamison. Not sure how to say it. Uh, also love Sophie Turner. Also, one, she's yeah. hot as fuck in the comics. Yeah, I love Jean me a redhead girl. Very attractive in the comics. She's also or a badass bitch. As- for what you know, she's hot as hell, according to Wikipedia. She is hot as hell, according to Wikipedia. Um, also a badass bitch. She's a badass bitch. Okay. Yes. Do you have one? I have the others. Just about the... Whole lot of them. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to begin with all that. Um, oh, Admiral Holdo. Whew! With her, her purple hair and her just... I think that attitude. She was. I think it's also really interesting to note that, like, all of us have picked like strong women, and that we find that strength and like badass bitch. That's what we're attractive. Our attraction towards women is towards the strong female character. Yeah. So, for you as a bisexual, how does that make you? Do you feel different? Are you? 
kind of in between as well, where you're attracted to the strong female character because they're a strong female or because they're attractive. I mean, I, I just... as a Yeah, no, 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 I don't, like... I can tell you're being like, oh, I'm not sure how to phrase this. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, I can look at someone and be like, wow, that is a beautiful woman. But I can also be like, that is someone who I think... I don't know, like, I look at my attraction to, like, a woman versus a man differently because when I look at, like, a woman, I'm like, well, it's a beautiful person, but also, like, your personality and the way that you are is just bomb. That is great. And I'm so about that. I so, mean, I that's know. how I view a lot of my sex... Not even I mean, that's, so much a guy is right. bomb, but the personality of a character, I think, yep. draws me into Same. them more than It makes than you more attracted to them. But then I also think with a female character, for at least me personally, there's that extra level of, like... I feel that exact same way about, like, oh, you're, like, yeah. you're just a badass person, but it's also, like, oh, you're a badass person and I'm attracted to you, but, like, I kind of want to emulate that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be like you. Yeah. Like, I'm attracted to you, but I also want to, like, emulate those really strong characteristics of you. Right. Because, like, that's awesome. And I want the, and, like, the people in my life are that way, too, and, like, I don't know. No, that's understandable. It's an interesting, like, kind of dichotomy. No, I'm glad we brought you on for this episode, too. So as much as we talk about guys, like, we It's nice to have that. Yeah. Another perspective on. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you can be attracted to a person, but also be like, oh, well, I also admire that about you. Right. And, like, people in my life are that way, and that's how I want to try and be a little bit I mean, let's more be too. real. You hang out with badass bitches. I do. I hang out with some badass bitches. And, like, you guys all have personalities and, like, things about you that I'm like, I need to, I need to pull that into my own life during situations. Right. I mean, I definitely agree with that. Like, yeah. I definitely think girl crushes are a thing. Like, you may oh, not necessarily sure. be, like, attracted to the opposite sex. But you could be like, I'm attracted to this, like, I'm attracted to this part person of you. your yeah. personality, yeah. and I want to try and bring that into my right. own life. It and doesn't necessarily have to be, like, valid. sexual. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's nice. I would, I would agree with that. Like, I'm not sexually attracted to women, but I am very, like... You're, like, I almost mentally, like, attracted yeah. to Yeah, same. I'm, I'm attracted to women that are, like... People that you want to emulate and be like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that just about covers um, everybody that I would muffin buffin to. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) I I hate that I like that one. (laughs) I guess we should explain this, what we've been doing. Um, I took human sexuality when I was 18 for my first, one of my first courses in college and uh, one, the first day of classes, like, my professor wrote on the board, like, intercourse and vaginal sex. And penis. Penis and vagina. And, vagina and like, anal sex and oral doing it, sex. Doing it in the butt. Uh, <laughs> butt stuff. And um, the first, like, the first thing that we did in that class was to, like, call out slang words that we had for these to kind of uh, talk about how, like, these words are taboo. And we've come up with, mm-hmm. like, these slang words to kind of make it okay to say. Uh, so, so Steph and I looked up a list of slang female masturbation words uh, and didn't tell Kate. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? I'm a, I'm a fragile soul. We thought it was funny. Oh, so, yeah, it's been very funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your reaction. So that's why you've been saying all oh, these ter- that's why terrifying things. things. All these ridiculous phrases. Do so, you notice we look at our phone before we say them because we have a secret. No, because I want to believe in you. No, we have a secret like conversation going on. I want to believe in you in. as people. Um, but I'm going to read them all out because <laughs> they're hilarious. Great. Uh, engaging in safe sex. Paddling the pink canoe. Clitar hero. Woman splaining yourself. Flick the bean. Visit to the safety deposit box. The two finger salute. Strumming the clam joe. Digging for clams. Muffin buffin. Finger painting the oval office. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um, taco handshake. And five finger knuckle shuffle. <laughs> oh, that last one's a surprise to me. Uh, so we've been like s- secretly integrating these into the podcast just to get. Kate's reaction. Yeah, it's we mostly real funny. wanted to see how Kate would respond. <laughs> and the look on Kate's face right now is just like, oh, it's great. <laughs> I was contemplating her entire friendship with me right now because I've been hiding. She's just like, why friends. am I here? I need my mom. <laughs> um, but. This has been Drunken Uncultured. Thank you, Kate, for joining us. Thank you yeah, for having me, for, guys. Thanks for coming on. It's been um, a fun Valentine's Day special, I would say. <laughs> oh. It's been enlightening. <laughs> it's funny because like we're all in relationships, but we all also masturbate. So it's kind of nice to be able to talk about the taboo subject of masturbating. I just think it's important. It's healthy to talk about it. Yeah, talking yeah. about masturbation is. The more we talk about it, the less taboo it is. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, Kate, for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. I love you, BB. I, I love, love you, BB. And I love you. Um, stay tuned for Derek's final thoughts. <laughs> See you soon, guys. Some people can and do become addicted to masturbating. You may be spending too much time masturbating. If masturbation causes you to, skip your chores or daily activities. Miss work or school. Cancel plans with friends or family. (laughs) Miss important social events. Being addicted to masturbation can have a negative impact on your relationships or other parts of your life. Masturbating too much may interrupt your work or studies, which can lower productivity. It may also hurt your relationships and friendships because you don't spend as much time with your loved ones as you used to or don't pay attention to their needs. Presumably because you're just masturbating. If you're worried you may be addicted to masturbation, speak to your doctor or a counselor about ways to cut down on masturbating. Talk therapy can help you manage your addiction. You can also cut down by replacing masturbation with other activities. Next time you have an urge to masturbate, try going for a run, writing in a journal, spending time with friends, going for a walk, not masturbating. (laughs) Now that we've sobered back up, we want to thank you for listening to Drunk and Uncultured. You can keep in touch with us and follow all of our shenanigans and updates on social media. Because you know we have all the socials. 
We're Drunk and Uncultured Podcast on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Drunk Uncultured. We're on Instagram at Drunk and Uncultured. And you can email us at drunkenduncultured at gmail.com. Our website is drunkenduncultured.podcast.com and check out our Spotify playlist to see what we're listening to each episode. Just search for Drunk and Uncultured Music on Spotify. You can find Stephanie at underscore Stephen Color. And Lindsay is online at Lindsay Sold Out. If you like the show, please go to iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service to subscribe to the show, rate us, and leave us a review. Tell your friends to check us out and let us know if you have any recommendations for topics for us to cover in the future. See you next episode.